0: Episode 7 of the Benchwarmers. I am your host Sean. I am joined by my co-host Daniel and Storky. How are you, Daniel? Yeah, good, Sean. I'm
1: looking forward to getting into talking about that win.
0: Mm, it was a good win. How are you, Storky?
2: Yeah, good, man. I'm uh, back at work, so a bit of adjustment getting back into the swing of things, but great win on the weekend. Good to... um. See, we turned the old sharkies into fish food. So. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? It
0: was, great. it was one of those games where you know, like we were saying last week, it was just unpredictable. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it pretty much played out like that the whole way through the game. You didn't know. It was. You know, no, no one really seemed in control of the match. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was, it was scary. Every time stuff. we thought we maybe had them
2: beat, they kept on like like our good friend Jaws just kept on coming oh, back for the sequel and the sequel just, so just kept, kept, kept on coming popping back. up
0: out of the water, oh, taking a chunk of limb. Yeah. And just munching on. Um, what about you, Dan? How did you like being back at home?
1: Oh, it was really good, Sean. Um, you know, spending so many weeks and uh, watching on TV and watching losses on TV. It was mm. good to be back at home in in our seats. It was very
0: good to be back at home uh, in front of 17,039 people, thanks to our good mate Matty Crookle. Um now, what, what? What? Let's have a look at the stats. Um, I guess I've become the resident stat man. I don't know how. <laughs> Not the stat man. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't even like stats. <laughs> Here I am reading them out. I can't even read either. Who gives the guy who can't read?
2: Read him, man.
0: The g- <laughs> hang on, I've got to get, adjust my glasses. Uh, so yes, the knights got up twenty six to twenty two. Um, A bit closer than what we would have liked. Mm. Um, Five tries to four. Mm. Uh, Possession. They had us in possession. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but 55 Mm. to 45. Um, They also had a better completion rate than us. 89% to our 83. Uh, Meters. They also made more meters than we did. 1,836 to 1,681. Um, Tackles made. We made more tackles. Four hundred and eighteen to their three hundred and forty-nine, um, but they made more missed tackles. Now a stat that I want to bring out was your matchup for last week between the the two Brailes. Yeah. Um, tackles between the two Brailes. Jaden made fifty-seven, and Blake made fifty-six. So oh, I would oh. like to think that we got. The better end of that deal. Yeah, it's weird looking at those
2: stats. Do you take away maybe the last stat that you read out? Mm. If you'd seen all those other stats um, and not known the winner, you'd probably have picked that the Sharkies yeah. probably would have won. Exactly. So it just goes to show that um,
0: yeah, we had a good game with down in the stats mm. and still got the W. And goes to show that you can't always go oh. off paper, off the, mm. the stats on paper. No, true. Actually, what you're saying
2: about Brayley, the Brayley brothers there, um, apparently it was the first time two brothers have played each other in the number nine before. There you go. That's interesting.
0: Now, I just want to bring something up. There's a a Facebook page uh, or group or something floating around, obviously, Facebook, um, you know, called Bring Back Go Hard Go Knights. I've seen that. I just want to make it clear it's not us. Like, we do talk about it a lot, but it's not us. Um, but I did notice, and I don't know if this is you know smearing shit in the fans' faces or whatever you want to call it. But they played go hard go nights as the nights were running out to warm up. Yes. <laughs> um, obviously didn't play it when we let ran out to the field. Um, what do you feel? What do you think about that? Did you, do you yeah, think well, that that was a bit of a joke or?
1: Yeah, I got prematurely excited. I thought they were bringing it. <laughs> I thought they were bringing it back. Um, mm. back. Um, you yeah, you, sh- you did. Be... You, were, you were pretty
0: much Mitchell Pierce. You're there, <laughs> you know, on my arm, just like, it's, it's, it's playing, it's playing. And then I had to point and say to you, mate, they're just warming up. Yeah. Calm down, Tiger. Yeah.
2: So, uh, so we're not going to touch that premature joke? Oh,
1: no, no. I, I, <laughs> okay.
0: I I I feel like um, he's obviously touched it enough (laughs) for the premature joke. (laughs) We'll move on from there then.
2: Um, uh, Did you guys see, like, I think this is, um, I think they did it in round one, but I got there a bit late because Mm. of bloody traffic. But um, the blue and red flames. Uh.
0: Yeah. And
2: and the fireworks. I thought that was awesome. Um, Funny side note, actually. Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah. They did them just before the game, and then the old fire um, firecracker man or whatever ran out and moved them a little <laughs> bit forward. Uh, I think a few people in the front row must have had no eyebrows yeah, left. or something. maybe they've
1: maybe
0: they've complained <laughs> about it or, or
2: something like know. that. They look great.
1: Yeah. It was actually also the first game that we'd actually played a top eight sign from last year. Um, mm. So I found that quite interesting.
0: You would have thought otherwise in the last three games that we've played. Mm. But, you know, that that's, that's a good point. Um, obviously, next week, we've got the team that almost went undefeated last year and undefeated this year. and um, yeah. So, that'll, that'll, that'll be different. Um, what else did you get from, from
1: mm. well, that Well, actually, game?
2: into the game now. Um, at the time, at the game, to be honest, I didn't even notice Heimel went off. Mm. Um, mm. My wife said to me at the game, she goes, um, is Heimel playing? And I was like, yep. yeah, I'm sure I saw him. I didn't even notice he went off until I <laughs> watched it back on the replay. To be honest, um, mm. but yeah, that was a it was good um good opportunity for old Brody to get thrown in where yes. he did, not he had yeah, an mm. absolute blinder. He did, as mm. everybody knows. And um, one of the highlights for me, like, was when he um, saved that first try, like old yeah. mate from Cronulla. Mm. Yeah. All he basically had to do was fall on the ball that was kicked yep. through, and old oh. Brody comes in and
0: out of nowhere, like a thief
2: in the night, yeah. and just like takes it away from him. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah, well, one of my highlights was uh, Blake Green's forty twenty. Yeah, uh, that was that was good, uh, and that led to a try, and uh, it was actually his sixteenth forty twenty in his career. Okay. That's awesome because you don't see enough of those.
0: No, mm. you don't, and um, I don't think. Well, I feel like I think Mitchell Pierce's has kicked. One, I'd mm. say he's kicked one while he's been here, but I feel like we haven't had a forty twenty since. Yeah, you know, maybe a Jared Mullen or something. Yeah. It's not really something we seem to yeah. go
2: for. It's something that you would think they would try
0: and perfect a little bit more because, like,
2: mm. you know, if you get them on the roll, that's
0: yeah. a huge advantage. Well, uh. the, I I don't know why we don't kick along the ground a lot more at home. Um, we our, our grand our grand our ground mm. does actually slope away a lot. To both, to both ends. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll, you'll see it when you watch watch the game on TV, not necessarily at the ground, um, but it does fall away from the halfway line on both sides quite a lot. So okay. I, I don't know why it's not a tactic we use more often. But yeah. um, talking about kicks, um, Kurt Mann, Kurt Mann's kicking game was on point yeah. on the weekend yeah. and especially that bomb um, that just put them down on their line, and then we we tackled them in goal to get the ball back. Um, to me, that was that was one of the one of the key moments of the game. I feel I he's felt. really
2: stepped up, and because I remember saying I think it was last week or the week before, I said Kurtman's a really good player. Or i always said he is, but he's more of a just do his job tougher player. He's not really mm. creative player. But I feel the last couple of weeks he's really stood up, and his kicking game is. It's been on point, like you said. It's yeah, yeah. It's, know,
1: it's it's good. been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going on with that friend bombs uh, ponger being taken out. Mm. Um, the video referee ruled that it was a contest for the ball, but the ball's not only got to be uh, the player's eyes, and not only got to be on the uh, ball; it's also got to be catchable. So that should have been a penalty
0: yeah um, you know when when he was taken out um, you look when when the camera's a bit further away you can see the balls maybe still got another two meters to drop before mm. any of them really had a chance um, I feel like teams are starting to exploit this rule to me all you have to do is you just have to get your biggest bloke so we send say a Daniel Safidi or something like that and you say you just charge at the full back and look up just make a leap and be looking at the ball, mm. knowing that the fullback's in front of you. Just look up, leap, hands in the air, eyes on the ball, take out the fullback eh. and yeah. make sure someone else is there to pick up the ball mm. because it, it, I feel like now we're just setting an example of something that's just going to happen a lot. Yes. Yeah.
2: You know, one of the worst things about that was that whole um, that part of the game was it Ramian was the one that scored? Yeah. Oh. And didn't the fans give it to him? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. When he scored, I was like, oh, he's got... Uh, Ramian. <laughs> but um, no, but uh, that try that Tuala set up um, when he was running down the side of the field and kicked it infield, mm. remember the bloke behind me where I'll sit and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, um, But then, yeah, man come along and jumped on it and it ended up being a really good try.
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was really good. That was, um, that was shades of old school... Nights, yeah. um, just just that, just trying something. Yeah, just thinking on the go. Exactly, that's something we haven't seen in quite a long time, um, which is really really refreshing. Uh, talking about refreshing, Kalen <laughs> um, Ponga couldn't couldn't get refreshed at halftime. I didn't know this until I've watched the game back on on TV. Um, but there's footage of um, the Sharks have ran back out onto the field at halftime. And the camera cuts to Ponga and he's making a line for the medical room there in the sheds and he runs in, um, ducks behind the door so you can't see him, but then the camera follows him a little bit and you can clearly see that whatever he's looking for is not in there and he's not happy. Mm -hmm. Um, The camera then cuts back to the night to Brayley and the team walking out, heading out onto the field and Ponga runs back past them. He was looking to be refreshed in the toilet, um, but yeah. he just he just couldn't get it. Poor black, but what's the uh. camera doing following him? Like, they would have
2: known <laughs> yeah. like, he's not well. He's and, not- you know, everyone's been in that situation where, like...
0: Do, do you think they were waiting for him to, like, shit himself or something? Oh, just man. so someone could put it all over the back pages. Yeah. And I was going to say smear it all over the back yeah. pages, but I felt like that wasn't a good choice of words. <laughs> Knowing the Probably. media,
2: I would not be surprised. To be yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah...
1: And then we had the uh, forward pass from Chad Townsend to Jesse and which uh, was mm. inexplici- inexplicably missed. Uh, even Ramian stopped. Yeah, Ramian <laughs> yeah. stopped.
2: He stopped like, ah, oh, crap, we did a forward what? No forward pass. Okay.
0: Yeah. And kept going. To it's me, like- that's in the same boat as when um, a player runs behind their player and they mm. give themselves up. Yeah. Um, mm. Like the ref's got to go, oh, okay, for Ramian to be doing this, he's done something wrong. Yeah. Uh, but no, the ref's just like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Let's just keep going. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was watching on. a different how, sport. How could the
2: touch judge miss that if, like, every fan in attendance saw it? Ramian knew it. Mm. Yet the touch, you didn't see it. That's just crazy. Uh, but, yeah. Ridiculous. But no, but taken away from the whole thing, my key moment, yep. um, I think would have been, I think a lot of people will agree, would be Brody Jones. First NRL try yeah. Yeah. In, in an absolute blinder that he had. Yeah. For him to his first try. Yeah. That was awesome.
0: It was. Um, you know, we're gonna touch on knighted player of the the week shortly with with Lincoln, but you know, he's gotta go close. Oh, I yeah. I would feel. Yeah, it did say. It. Um now, one one thing that I thought was was brilliant. Um, Mitchell Pearce in the commentary box. <laughs> Um, as that last try has been scored, just absolutely giving it to O'Brien. Um, I love that. I I, that I, was awesome. I love that because mm. he's an injured player. He could be down on the sideline, sitting there with the rest of the players joking around. Yeah, just just watching the game. Who who really cares? He's in the box, and look at the passion that's coming coming yeah. from him.
2: Yeah, I thought it was awesome. That was like true, like passion as well. That mm. was. Yeah. Because he didn't know he was being filmed. Like, no, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that exactly. was, yeah, that was
1: great. I, I thought he was trying to push O'Brien out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien wasn't
0: impressed. Did you Did you see um, O'Brien <laughs> on three sixty last night? No, I didn't. What did, did they talk um, about? It? Yeah, so you know they they hit him up about that, um, and he basically said, you know, he's the type of person that he knows the short kickoffs coming. He doesn't want to celebrate too early. Um, mm. So when Piercy was there trying to get him. In on the celebration, he's just like no, 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 no. Still got a kick off to come after I this. figured
2: it must have been something like that. I thought it might have just been oh. okay. The try's been awarded, but we haven't kicked the goal yet. And as you've seen in past weeks, mm. basically you haven't got those points until that goal oh, is kicked yeah. or missed. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah very true.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's let's move on to um, our good old Darius Award. Um, very special Darius Award this week. I think they're all special. Mm. Let's have a look at this week's Darius Award. Alright, so this week's Darius Award, um, it's gone to them again, Uh, it's gone to them before and it's going to them again. The bunker. Um, Mainly, you know, there's there's multiple things the the Ponga taking out incident, Um, Shark's foot into touch um Mm. you've you've got to give it to them you know firstly the the ponga thing we were we were just talking about um but then there's the shark's foot into Mm. touch um we had you know they've turned around basically said due to the angles we have um Mm. we've come you know this is this is our decision which is basically saying we don't have enough evidence Yeah. um which is, as O'Brien um,
2: said, like, where's the consistency? Because last yep. week, the same similar thing happened. They didn't have enough angles and that it was given a no try. Like, yep. So, like, for the Barnett try, I believe mm. it was. Mm. And so, the, it's like, where's the consistency?
1: And the important thing to remember is it was set up no try. So, if they yes. didn't have enough evidence, they had to say no try. And mm. that, that, that,
0: was my, that was my biggest problem um, at the game. Um, you're there and you're sitting there thinking... He can't overturn this. There has not been enough evidence to say, yeah, his foot's off the line. It's on the line. Yeah. Um, the question, the, the the second you question it and you start doubting and you start saying, I, I, I don't know. If we had more angles, we'd be able to, you know, definitely tell or stuff like that. Yeah, straight away you don't have enough yeah. evidence. That's
1: not the rule, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Was it, a, like
2: it was a hard one. Like I, The only thing that made me maybe think, yeah, he's touched the line, was there's a little, like, I don't know if you saw it, but it was like a puff of white, mm. the line, like a puff of white, which yeah. obviously it looks like he's hit it, but yeah. It yeah, was a tough one.
0: Exactly, but, you know, I'll, I'll go back to my, my biggest problem is yeah. the, the second you sit there and say, based on the angles we have, mm. if we had more, we might not... There you go. You don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. shut up, move on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that that that's it for the Darius Award this week. has gone to the bunker again. But it's that time of the week where we get to cross the border, not physically cross the border, but we get to cross the border into Ipswich and see our good mate Lincoln at the knighted. <laughs> All right, it is that time again for the Knighted uh, Player of the Week. How are you, Lincoln?
3: Good, boys. What a game, mate. Eh? Oh, how good?
0: Unbelievable. Mate, I'll tell you what, I think I have
3: uh, I must have rewatched that ending. I'm not even kidding, probably 50 <laughs> times. The morning, open, I, I had the whole family around, had the barbie cooked and everything. The next morning, I, I reckon on KO, I've rewound that probably 50 times to watch that. So, <laughs> oh, so how good? Had, oh. had, had almost a Joey... Joey, Darren, Albert sort of vibe to it. That's how good it was. It did. You know, as as,
0: as soon as you said that, I was going to say, it almost had a, um, was it 2018 Miners' Round up Mm. in Tamworth, you know, where Bure's put that kick in. It almost felt like that. Almost just Mm. a dodgy kick across field that just worked. It was a magical moment. Mm. All right, mate. So who have you got for Knighted Player of the Week this week?
3: Well, it's a bit of a historical event. This is the first back-to-back, back-to-back. knighted player of the week, Caelan mm. Ponga. Yeah. Um, look, the coach described it as a 9 out of a 10 game, and it's pretty hard to argue that. And the guy was crook as a dog, as mm. we've all heard, uh, him and his yeah. housemate, Connor. I don't know what they ate, but I don't care if they eat that meal. It, every week. Every week, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, just imagine if he wasn't crook. Yeah. Like, oh, seriously, exactly. what... Yeah, yeah. What an unreal game from the guy. Um, look, just to run some stats off, 155 run metres, mm. two try assists, eight tackle breaks. Um, look, scored the first and last try. That last try, how good was it? Yeah. Um, funny little stat. The Knights are undefeated when Kalen Pongner scores two tries in a game.
0: Yeah, right. That's a strange one. Oh. Okay.
3: So, so KP gets a double, we win. So mm. keep them coming, KP. So, yeah, look... Um, What a game. So, look, the key for Kaylin moving forward, he was my pick to be our MVP this year. Yep. Um, is consistency low. You know, I know you can't get a 9 out of 10 every week, but if we can get a 7 or an 8 out of 10 from KP every week, um, we're we're a much better football side. So, let's just hope we can see more and more of that from KP coming back.
0: Yeah, exactly. I just feel like, you know, since you've mentioned that stat, once he's gone over the line once... Just keep feeding him the ball close to the line. Yeah. Just just get him that second
2: try. It's kind of like you almost expect it with KP, but isn't it? Like once he scores a try early in the game, you get that feeling that he's probably going to get maybe two. Yeah. yeah possibly three. On. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless he scores late in the second half like he did against the Titans. Yeah, like you are saying, you, yeah. you expect that mm-hmm. second. Um, talking about second, let's um, have a look at our 3-2-1 our to determine the the knighted uh, player of the year. Uh, three points, obviously, went to Kalen Ponga, two to Brody Jones and one to Kurt Mann. Uh, so if we look at our top five, uh, we have Brayley on seven, Pongers catching up with six, Watson on five, Best three and DSAF three.
2: Mm. Um, I you would come down to this week, um, the night of play, I knew it would either be Jones or it would be Ponga. Oh, yeah. Because like, they were both, like, exceptional. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think... Personally, too, I think you picked the right one, Link. I think Ponga, um, just the fact that how sick he was—like he was in the back of field a couple of times, apparently throwing up. Yeah, like you know what it's like when you're sick in the stomach and you got you know the runs and stuff. You just want to go to bed. You Mm. just want to go to bed and stay in bed. Could you imagine playing an 80 minute game of football at the elite level, feeling like that? Mm. That's crazy, man. That's crazy.
0: Now let's um have a look at of news for the week.
3: Yeah, we're all boys. Um, again, wouldn't be a nice podcast without talking about an injury. So,
0: yeah, fucking interesting.
3: Uh, yeah, our winger. Look, he only managed to play six minutes against the Sharkies mm. in his 50th game for the club, which is a bit of a shame. Would have been good to see him maybe bag a bag of try on a milestone game. But look, he's uh, picked up a grade one hamstring uh, strain. Now, good news. Um, you know, it's a grade one, it, it could have been a lot worse. So, Still between that two to four weeks, hopefully closer to. It is an injury that he he did suffer this injury back in December. Okay. So it might be a bit of a rehabby issue going on there, but let's hope they can get on top of it and we don't sort of see any more game time missed for Heimel. So especially now that you know both Edric and Heimel are out. Let's hope their are two young wingers can get the job done in the next few weeks. So um and speaking of injuries, Lockie Fitzgibbon now. Um, Lockie went for surgery back in early February. Um, he had a bit of a training mishap several weeks prior to that. They were hoping that maybe just with some uh, rehabilitation, they could have avoided Lockie going under the knife, but hmm. fortunately, it wasn't the case. Now, look, he's been back training for the last three weeks and now he's been given the green light. He's all good to go. Um, Excellent. he did miss this week, however, due to the short turnaround, but it, um, I don't know about you boys, but I don't even know if Lockie even gets a run. It, yeah.
1: It, I, yeah, I just can't
3: see anyone losing their spot at the moment to Lachlan Fitzgibbon.
0: I'm 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 the same as you, and I was yeah, saying it, the same I was saying it um you know back in our first episode that I don't see where he fits in um when he comes back, but after mm. Brody on the weekend, it's you can't you can't take it away from Brody. Well,
2: that would that would be the logical thing, wouldn't it? Like Brody would just drop off the bench, yeah, and then he would probably come in for a bench spot, but yeah, the, you, but, yeah, you can't drop Brody after last week. No,
0: no. not at
1: all. But even Josh and Sawase have been playing out of this so mm. yeah you
2: so you can't I drop them as well. S- yeah. oh, well. I would say it'd probably come down to either Josh or Brody. And
0: mm. Yeah, but I, I also don't think he'd take off a front row to bring on a second rower. So yeah, I, I, I think yeah. they're safe. Mm. Um, I feel like it's it tough. would have been Jones that would have lost his spot, but I, I, I can't. I can't take yeah. it off him. But even oh.
2: saying that, I can't see him being in the starting side. Like, no.
0: All right. Well, that um, there wasn't a whole lot of news uh, this week, but you know, I feel that no oh, news is a bit It's news. a bit of a good thing, mate. I don't yeah. have to give
3: so much bad news. So, um, no, that's not okay, like the you know, other week where
0: you smashed us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a couple of late nights there, mate. <laughs> oh.
0: Anyway, yeah. mate, thank you very much for joining us again. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's hope
3: uh, come Thursday night we can mm. roll over those Panthers and, um, yeah,
0: get a bit of momentum going. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, mate, thank you very much for that. We will catch you next week.
3: Will do, boys. See you then.
1: All right,
0: let's talk about this upcoming game. You know, we, we briefly touched on it before. We've got the Panthers in Penrith. Um, that's an extremely extremely hard task. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have I have full faith that the team's going to turn up and and, and do well. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like like last year where we turned up uh, without Kalen Ponga, we lost Pierce and we lost Watson early. Yeah. Um, we managed to come away with the draw. That was the only game that the Panthers, um, besides
2: the grand final, um, uh, didn't win last year, isn't it? That's the only. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Um, so, you know, that they, they played, um, the Brisbane on the weekend, didn't they? Um, it was, it was quite Mm. close until, you know, final, final minutes. Um, I was, I was actually, I was actually rooting for the Broncos in that one. I don't, I know I don't do that often, but I was actually Mm. going for the Broncos. Do you feel a little bit dirty? Yeah, I had to have a sponge bath mm. after it. Um, Reminded
2: me of that Ace Ventura bit where he's
0: like in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much me. And then, you know, got myself a rag on a stick. Rag on a, a, rag stick. On a stick. And I scrubbed off that Broncos supporter. Yeah. Um, all right, let's have a look at the team um, playing the Panthers this week. Ponger at fullback. Toa and Musgrove on the wings. Very good to see uh, Musgrove yeah. given the opportunity to to play yeah. again.
2: Yeah. Excited about that, actually. Mm. Mm.
0: Chihuahua and Best in the centres. Um, Chihuahua did well on the um, on the weekend, um, yeah. shifting to wing. Yeah. 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 So good to see him back in the centres. Man and Green um, in the halves, and they really need to bring that kicking game. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, against the likes of uh, Luai and... Um, Cleary, who um, yeah, probably has the best kicking game in the comp. Yeah, they just dominate if they let them get, you know, get away exactly. from it. Yeah. Exactly. Was, was it on the mm. weekend he's kicked another? No, 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 no that, that was um. That was Reynolds. Old oh, Reynolds has yeah. kicked another two-point field goal. Never mind. Clemmer mm. um, and DeSaf in the front row. Um, I'll probably get shot for saying this, but I think Clemmer needs to step his game up.
1: Yes, I agree. He had a quiet game on the weekend.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't know if he's having knee troubles or mm. he, he's carrying some sort of injury, but the leg drive doesn't seem to be there. Mm. Um, the offloads definitely don't seem to be there. Yeah. Um, I feel like there is something going on in Clemmer camp. I am not not one hundred percent sure. Um, Braley and uh, Hooker. Frizzell and Barnett in the back back row, that killer back row. Yeah. Yep. And Watson at 13. Now, didn't O'Brien make a fool of us yeah. last yeah. week? We're sitting there like, we keep calling it. Benchwarmer's no better than O'Brien. Don't we have egg on our faces? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sue, he's, you reckon he's going to start there in number 14 or...? Think? Uh, before last week I would have said um, mm, yeah, but I, d- I don't know anymore yeah nah. no comment nah. uh, JSAF King and good old Brody Jones rounding now out now that the surprises me
2: like maybe there's a method to the madness for mm-hmm. O'Brien but yep after
1: Brody's game last week how yep. does Brody not get a start yeah. I I going to put uh, priority in the centres.
0: I was about to say, am I the only idiot that after that game is sitting there thinking, this guy needs to become a centre? Yeah. Like, mm.
2: give him another shot and if he doesn't... Yeah. You know, because that, you know, that was a, just a great game. We don't, can't expect him to have that type of game every week. Nah. But, you know, put him in there if he doesn't perform. Bring back... You've you got to give him another go after yeah. that. Yeah, Last yeah, week's exactly. performance.
0: Exactly. And, um, you know, we are criticising O'Brien earlier on um, in the year because, uh, what was it, round one and two? He had him on the bench and didn't mm. use him at all. Yeah. Mm. Um, so good work, Brody. That, you know, really shoved it in O'Brien's face that this is what you get for not playing me for yeah. 160 minutes of football. Mm. He grabbed that opportunity with both hands and he was oh. all over it. He, Sold he, on he really had to. Um, you know, I don't know if I dreamt this or I read it somewhere or <laughs> I, I don't know, but I remember seeing something along the lines of when he was running out onto the field... Um, he was basically saying to himself, he, "He can't let his mates down."
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which I feel like it's um exactly how he played. He just yeah. did not want to let anyone down. Yeah. Felt like it, it was looking like he had no oxygen in his mm. body, yet he would beat the player to the ball to stop yeah. a try. He was everywhere. Yeah. He absolutely everywhere.
2: But um, yeah. So yeah. leaving on from all the um uh, the team list, the key matchup this week, I'm gonna. I like your there. key matchups.
0: They're, yeah. They're, well, they're pretty good. Yeah, they've
2: been pretty good the last couple of weeks. So um, I'm going to go with Man and Luai. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a good matchup. So, like I said earlier, I think Man's really stepping up and he's kicking games, um, mm. yeah, getting on point. And as you know, you said earlier with Luai and um, Cleary, they're kicking games just off the charts yeah. if you don't mm. stop it. So, yep. I think that's going to be a good matchup there.
0: I, I mm. think that's going to be a very. Underrated matchup. I don't think there's going to be Mm. a lot of people thinking about that. Um, I
2: kind of feel that kind of sums up Kurt Mann a lot of the time. I think he is very underrated. Under the radar. He flies under the radar, but generally, especially lately, he's having really good games.
0: Yep. Mm. It's almost the same as last year. Last year he became... Well, he wasn't really under the radar last year because he really made everyone aware that how well he was playing. But this year there's been other players playing well, and he hasn't been that far behind them. No. So, Especially yeah, when you think, right.
2: rewind back to t- um, 2019, just rewind all the way back,
0: um, he was
2: public enemy number one on the night oh, sites. Yeah. On all the night social media sites. Everyone's Absolutely. like, good, Rudolf Kurt, he sucks, he's mm. terrible. Oh. And then, yeah,
1: he, he came good. And, and that just shows you what you can do when, or what he can do when he got a, into a yeah. solid position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah, if, if
0: if I'm O'Brien this week, um, which you know, if anyone you know pays attention to what I say, it's clear clear that I'm not O'Brien. There's Ooh. a very big difference <laughs> between the two of us when it comes to football knowledge. You have deceived me. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, but to me, what we've been lacking lately is putting pressure on the kicker. Um, we can't do that with Nathan Cleary. No. We, nah. we can't let him put the kicks in that he wants. No. Nah. He is able to put them on a five-cent piece and players um, like Brian to-, to-, to. Oh Yeah. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> Play, players like him, um, you just can't let them get underneath the ball. No. Nah. Nah. Um, and then there's, you know, um, is it Matt Matt Burton? Is yes. It? Yep. Um what a shock move for him going into the centres, I feel, because um, mm. he's been absolutely killing it. Uh, I, mm. I, I feel that we just have a very big task this week of not only doing the little things right and yeah. marking the players that you need to mark.
2: Because uh, they're just strong across the board. They, the Panthers. They are. And the good team, especially like the Panthers, we you can't afford to make those little mistakes because they'll yeah. make you pay. No, yeah. yeah. You drop the ball once in your end... And there's almost six points Mm. automatically. Yeah. You can't do those things. And so every single person in the Knights lineup is going to have to stand up.
0: Yep, Mm. exactly. You know, there's probably a Panthers podcast out there sitting there in their set talking about the upcoming Mm. game. And hopefully they're there talking about how easy this win is going to be. And Uh, hopefully that's what the team's going to be like. Yeah. I'm Yeah, I'm hoping that we come across a team that just feels like. They've got it won before the ball's even been kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to an extremely popular segment: Stalky stuff. What do you got this uh, this week for us, Stalky? You just have to wait and see. Ooh, all so- of about fifteen seconds. <laughs> something, something a little different this week. Something a little different. <laughs> Here we are, Stalky stuff.
2: G'day, Nights fans, and welcome to another stalky stuff. So, this week we're going to be talking about something some of you may be aware of, some of you may not be. It's the new beer, the new lager called Steel City. Steel City, mm. a really good name for a beer. Um, but basically, it came together when Lion brewmaster Chuck Kane, with over 50 years of brewing experience, has teamed up with a bevy. See what it did there, boys? Bevy. <laughs> Teamed up with a bevy of uh, former NRL rugby league legends like Andrew and Matthew Johns, Danny Badiris, Kirk Gidley, and some current and former pro surfers, uh, Matt Hoy, which is Tex Hoy's dad, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Killinen, I think that's how you say it, and Craig Anderson. So they've all come together to create, like I said, the new lager called Steel City. Uh, there's actually a quote directly from Matthew Johns that says, I'm so proud to be involved in Steel City. It tastes great and represents everything that is great about the hunter and its people. So we're just going to show you now a promotional video for the new Steel City Lager. The struggle. Before
3: dawn and after hours. Part of life, isn't it? not confined to white office walls or dusty, uneven ground, but etched into this beautiful tapestry of life.
2: From those that make the crown, to the queen who wears it, we've all felt it, bathed in it,
3: and washed it off. Because without the contest, there is no comfort, and the taste of a job done well. We choose to embrace the struggle, to unite, Rise above and make a break for it. And when the day is done, reward yourself.
2: So looking back at that uh, promo video, just from the looks of it, uh, without having tasted it or anything like that, it seems to really be targeted at um, like the blue-collar, um worker, and it's really tried to tap into the heritage and the hunter pride.
0: You know what it makes me feel like doing? What? It makes me feel like taking a high vest mm. and running along the beach and then just sitting at Nobby's Beach there just having a cold beer. That
2: does sound pretty good. That does sound mm. very refreshing.
0: It just has that that Novacastrian proud of your area. It does. It just reminds me of growing up. Like, cause yeah. Because obviously, you know...
2: Back then when BHP and the Steelworks and things like that were like basically what, you know, Newcastle was built on. Mm. And it just really reminds me of back in those days, you know. So, um, but yeah, before um, before even taste testing it, like just from what we were talking about then, I get a feeling it's going to be a different type of beer than say the Goosey Ponga yep. beer yep. that um, that we tasted a few weeks ago, which had mm-hmm. more of that uh, type of fruity, type of craft beer type of taste. Yep. I feel this one's going to be more of like that old school, you know, the beer your dad drank, you know, mm. that type of thing. Yep. Um, shout out to Dave Stork. Um, that type of beer where it's like, um, like a Tuis or a, maybe like a VB or something like that.
0: Yeah. Well, how much did the Johns Brothers have to do with this, this beer? Do well, you
2: know? I don't know exact, but. Um,
0: because I would think they know a thing or two about beer. <laughs> um, so it's got to be good.
2: Yeah. And the fact that, like, we know that they're on the Johns Boys and Gidley and Badiris were all really close friends. Mm-hmm. So we know that anything that they would do or even put their name to, like, look at Andrew Dons, for example. He's, like, you know, the biggest, you know, name. Like, he's an yeah. immortal. And yeah. how many things has he put his name to? Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, when he puts his name to something like this, you know, it's going to be some value. It's going to be it. worth it. Yep. So, um, yeah, boys, just like last time, I've uh, got some beer here for us to try. Here's
0: here's one I've prepared earlier. Uh, already,
2: so it looks like a silver bullet. It
0: does it? Does let's let's wait for this. Let's hope I didn't shake mine up before I open it. I was about to say, maybe we should have shook Daniel's up. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, boys. Let's have Mm. a go. And exactly how I thought it would taste.
0: Yep. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. That is is really good. Yeah. Um, You know, I I said before, we pongers like you're probably not going to like it if you're a new drinker or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, if if you're a fan of like new um, Great Northerns and stuff like that, you're you're going to smash this stuff. Hundred percent agree. This is, this is good.
2: And that promo video and what we were talking about just sums it up so well.
1: Mm. Oh yes. but yeah.
0: Yeah. I think. Then we're going to spend um, the time between this set and the next um, segment just. Smashing this so, beer quite. Just a bit of an
2: extended stalky stuff. And we come back for the ball bag. And Sean's like, "So a ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just halfway
0: through a carton. Just like, like covered, <laughs> in, covered in steel,
2: steel city can. <laughs> Good promo. But, yeah, yeah. So um, more actually more. one more thing I'll cover while we're at it. Just in case any of you out there are interested in getting some and giving it a taste. Um, so it is available at Cameron Park and Adamstown Celebrations. Wickham and Lambton Bottolo, Newcastle Express Liquor, the Prince of Meriwether Bottle Shop, White Bridges Cellars, uh, plus a few other small places. But um, yeah, it's mainly a local beer, so yep. unfortunately we might have to post, um, post some up to our link. I think you'd be pretty keen to taste it. I think you'd be all over uh, it. Like yeah, salt exactly.
0: Chips. And shout out to Steel City. Um mm. For throwing us some samples, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. We oh. appreciate that, boys. Um, so
2: yeah, once again, that was Stalky stuff. Just something a bit different. Something a bit different. That uh. was that was different. Well <laughs> done, Stalky. Yeah. Very enjoyable beer. I'm yeah. um, oh.
0: I'm going to be heading down and getting a case of that. Yeah. I believe.
2: Like to be honest, um, you know, sometimes you'd be thinking, oh, I've, I've just got to pretend this is nice or whatever. But it's really Maybe. nice. There was oh. no
0: pretending here. No, it's actually really nice. Yep, I'll I'll oh. be coming back for seconds. You got any more? Yeah,
2: <laughs> You can get it at once again <laughs>
0: Thank you very much for that Storky No problem um, Like Storky just said It's time for the ball bag Alright It's that time again For the ball bag Um I'm about 13 of those steel cities down. <laughs> this is very nice. Thanks you, you're being propped up at the moment. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I am. You know, I'm, I'm being held up by the lounge. Uh. <laughs> Might not be able to read these questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, our first question is from Christopher Wilson. And uh, Now, Christopher says, I know it was Braden Musgrove's first game, but he was impressive. Is he the replacement for Edric Lee? Um now, I assume this question is because Edric Lee has been reported to leave at the end of the year. Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm, I'm going to mm. say absolutely because I, I, I've heard that we're in the market for a centre, um, but we've we've leave leaving. That's obviously going to leave that spot on the wing. O'Brien has huge wraps for Musgrove under the high ball. Um, so, yes, I, I would like to see um, Braden Musgrove take a gritty spot.
2: Yeah. No, well, I can see it. He's, in fact, he's got another start again um, this week. So,
0: yeah. Uh, all right. Next question is from Damien Hill. Ooh, this is a good one. Matches your jersey there, Storky, the old Anzac jersey. Mm-hmm. Being a veteran myself, I would love to see another Anzac jersey. Do you think it's time to bring a new one out? Um, Firstly, I'd like to say, what was the gentleman's name again? Uh, Damien
2: Hill. Uh, Thanks for your service, Damien. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I think we definitely need another Anzac jersey. I think it's just been way too long. Mm. Like as you said, I'm wearing the old one tonight, but... It debuted in like 2015 or something, didn't something it? Something like that, yeah. So yeah. it's it's definitely time for a new ANZAC jersey. I've, there's been talk on the inter, um on the interweb on the interweb <laughs> on, on, the yeah, line. Yep. on the line, Um, yes, yeah, so I think we definitely deserve a new one. I'm surprised we didn't this year. The only thing I can put it down to is that uh, the only teams that got one. Correct me if I'm wrong. The only teams that got one this year were the ones that are actually playing on ANZAC Day. Uh,
0: they're actually playing on Sunday. Yeah, hmm. but still,
2: I think you know it's ANZAC round. Yep. Think, yeah, you
0: know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Mm. All right. Um, yes, as you're staying Stalky, thank you very much for your service, Damien. Um, and I'm assuming Damien will get out to a um, a service on the weekend. Well, Actually, are they even having? Well, them?
2: that's it. Going a bit oh. off topic. Like I don't want to get into the whole political side and stuff. That's weird. Like the whole COVID thing. They've they've cancelled like the Nobby's Dawn service and things oh, like that. Yeah. Right. Um, due to COVID. Yet we had seventeen thousand people at the night stadium, like, and yeah. we can
0: have a hundred percent capacity. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, that, yeah. that doesn't make sense mm, at all. Anyway. Uh, Josh Wright, uh, Brody Jones killed it in the centers. Can we move him into a full time
1: center? I I'd love to see him given a shot at mm-hmm. the full time center role. Yeah, um, he did kill it, and uh, yeah, he should at least be given a shot.
0: Yeah, well it'd be like an opposite of what uh Sione did a mm. few years ago. Yeah. Um I don't know if if Brody wants to lose a bit of bit of weight. I don't know if he's got any to, any to lose. I'm not calling you fat Brody. No not at all. Um I think if he
2: did go to that position, bud, he might like um Trim down muscle wise because I think you know generally players in that area are, yeah. Yeah. tend to be a little bit like more lean. Mm. But um, but gee, he played well last week with that muscle yeah, on him. Did. So yeah.
0: he did, and we didn't get to see him in space. But those short bursts, he's quick. He's yeah. uh, you know, he's about 13 foot across from shoulder to shoulder, yeah. but
1: oh, he, he how, is quick. Look at how quick he was saving that try. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, many tries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Norman Norman O'Reilly. Um, might be a bit Irish, I think, Norman. Don't know. Norman. Um, Norman. Strange question, fellas. Players' socks. Socks up or socks down?
2: First of all, I love the strange questions.
0: Uh, yes, so do I. I feel like I have to pick out one. Yeah. Um, but I like yeah. those little weird ones because we
2: spend so much time, on, as we should, talking about the game and stuff mm. during the podcast. That's so nice when you get thrown yeah. a, a bit of a weird one, a bit, a bit of a curveball. <laughs> um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, uh, Norman, um, I preferred and had their socks up.
1: Yeah, Yeah, same. I'm old school. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, I know a lot of players do now. Like, I remember back in the day, it really stood out. There was a player, I can't remember his name. You might know who he is. Um, He played for Penrith, I believe. Maybe the Roosters. I can't remember his name. But anyway, he used to always have him down. He stood out because he was one of the only ones I remember. I'm thinking of
0: Freddie Fittler now. Probably because you've named those two teams. I know Freddie went from... Mm. The Panthers to the Roosters, I, I, but I don't remember paying pay. much attention to his socks. No,
2: it wasn't Freddie. Anyway, but um, yeah, back to the point, it was, I just think having them up, I just think it yep. looks better for the uniform.
0: Yeah. But not only that, it feels like have respect for your team, have respect for your colours. Mm. Um, yeah, it just feels like, I, I could be way off the mark as well, but it just feels like if you don't have your socks up, you don't. Necessarily have the respect for the team.
2: Yeah, and we're not having a shot at any players that have it down because, mm. like, some of our best players, no, yeah. like a couple of our best players, had yeah, their socks like down. like
0: I think Brody Jones on the weekend had his socks yeah, down. so I think so Frizzell one, has once his again. down, and he's <laughs> yeah. an absolute beast. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want any trouble from.
2: Yeah, I just, I just prefer it up. I think it's just yeah. like part of the uniform. But.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Otherwise, the, the uniform would just be ankle socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, would, that would that'd be weird.
2: I have ankle socks on now. Yeah, there you go. You it's because I had shorts on early. <laughs> but anyway, enough about my socks.
0: Yeah, otherwise Daniel will start talking about his undies. <laughs> 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 or lack thereof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We won't go there. You stay on the <laughs> side of the couch. Oh, yeah, right? yeah old, old commando Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm flipping, I'm flopping, I'm everywhere, Jerry. Oh. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to call it. I'm going to say that's it. (laughs) I don't want to talk anymore. I don't want to talk about Dan's undies. I love it every minute of it. (laughs) Uh, But yes, that's it. That's the end of another show. Um, Time's flown. It
2: does. I look forward to it every week. I do. Um,
0: You know, we, we sit on the lounges, we talk shit for a little while yeah, and hope, um, hope some people out there enjoy it yeah uh-huh. yeah and hope some people don't yeah you know
2: we're just fans like uh, everybody else just talking about something we love exactly, exactly. We're,
0: we're just fans that decided to buy a bit of equipment turn a microphone on turn a yeah. camera on and say hey if someone watches us someone watches us if they don't yeah it happens yeah. anyway talk about watching us you can um, watch our show on YouTube Facebook Facebook um, you can listen to it on Spotify, uh, Google, Google. What's the Google one? Google Podcasts or something. That's our mm-hmm. biggest one anyway. That's, our, that's where it says most of our um, listeners are. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much every streaming service, we're all over it. Um, so yes, that's it. We will see you again next week. Um, hopefully we can get the wind down there yes. in Penrith. It's going to be hard, but let's see how we go. Don't just have a good night, have a Newcastle night. Like brothers in arms, we're more than a team, and the heart of a say we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue, till the end we will fight. Singing long live the Newcastle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights. Newcastle Knights, for the red and the blue, till the end we will fight, singing Long Live the Newcastle Knights.